Coming up, the Grizzlies and the Bucks win without their star players. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. Local experts join us to go over the playoff results from last night in the NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Things are all tied up between the Lakers and Grizzlies after Memphis got a win last night. Locked On Lakers talks about a missed opportunity. Locked On Grizzlies talks about the roster stepping up without job. Hey everyone, this is Brian Kamenetsky, co-host of Locked On Lakers. The Lakers squander a golden opportunity to put a hammer lock on this series against Memphis. They lose game two, 103-93. to The Grizzlies, of course, playing without John Morant. It didn't matter. They put up 59 points in the first half. Anthony Davis had a horrible night offensively. He was 4-14. D'Angelo Russell was actually worse. He was 2-11 of on the night. Those two guys really struggled. The Lakers as a team offensively were genuinely bad. 41% from the field, 27% from three-point range. They turned the ball over too much. They didn't match Memphis's energy. They didn't match their execution. And I just have not seen a playoff effort like this in a long time. The Lakers will come back home for game three. Uh, They have an opportunity against Memphis, who have not been great on the road, to keep control of it in the grand scheme of things. One-to-one isn't bad, but... Their effort on Wednesday was awful. Much more coming up on Locked on Lakers. Lakers, Make sure you uh, check it out. A former Michigan State Spartan logs a 20-10 and double-double. A defensive battle where the Grizzlies put the clamps on star offensive players. What year is this? 2013? No, it's 2023, and Memphis kicked it old school, went back to the future for their Game 2 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm Joe Mullinax of Locked On Grizzlies, and no, it wasn't Zach Randolph dominating on the glass and putting back timely buckets. It was Xavier Tillman in this game, a young player that I have talked about, my co-host Michael Cole has talked about. He was everything that we were worried he could not be in more in this basketball game, proving myself and others wrong. John Conchar as well with very timely minutes. Luke Kennard, very timely buckets. It was a team effort without John Morant and without Steven Adams and without Brandon Clark. A much-needed victory to split the series at home. No Giannis, no problem, at least on Wednesday. Milwaukee took care of business. They tied up their series with Miami. Locked on Bucks goes over how the team got it done. The Milwaukee Bucks needed to respond in a big way, and they did that in Game 2 to level the series at one apiece with the Miami Heat. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. A big blow before tip-off for the Bucks with Giannis ruled out of this game, still troubled by the back injury he suffered in Game 1. So the Bucks were able to respond, particularly on the offensive end, in a couple of ways. Number one, featuring Brooke Lopez inside the perimeter. He was 12 for 16 on two-point attempts in this game. Dominant early when this still was a contest. He finished with 25 points overall. And speaking of 25, the Bucs knocked down 25 three-point makes in this game, a franchise record in the postseason, and everyone was getting involved. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Joe Ingles off the bench, Bobby Portis knocked down a few, six three-point makes for Pat Connaughton, so the Bucs were on fire from the outside. And as I mentioned, that 16-point win perhaps actually felt like it was a bit more. The big story remains Giannis. We're going to wait and see on his availability. Don't forget to catch the Locked On Bucks podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.
Minnesota tried to counteract a terrible start by getting after it in the third quarter, but it wasn't going to be enough against that stacked Nuggets roster. Locked on Wolves goes over the loss to Denver. And just like that, the Minnesota Wolves are in a two games to nothing hole in the first round of the Western Conference playoffs. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. The Timberwolves came out completely flat in game two on Wednesday night in Denver. Uh, They were down by as many as 21 points in the second quarter. It looked like this could be a complete and utter blowout, a 15-point game at halftime. But then the third quarter happened. The Wolves dropped 40 points in the third quarter, shot 80% from the field. And Anthony Edwards went off uh, really throughout the course of the game. He was the best player on the floor for the Wolves. Down the stretch, though, Minnesota was completely back in the game, took a couple of small leads late in the third, early fourth quarter. And uh, it was an Anthony Edwards, Jamal Murray back and forth. Both Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert had five fouls for much of the fourth quarter. So there was a lot of gamesmanship to try and get to the free throw line. But ultimately, it was about Jamal Murray and Anthony Edwards just shot making. Denver did a little bit more than the Wolves down the stretch and pulled out the win by nine. We'll talk all about it in the postgame pod. Subscribe to Locked On Wolves for all things Timberwolves. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. The playoffs are here. You have to make sure that you're subscribed to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube, but also wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.